Ladies and gentlemen, it is Leap Day 2024. Here you are on the Bayside Report. You were driving home from work today. You pulled up to a red light and there was a used Mercedes silver color. It was a convertible. It was a beautiful day out. But they did not have the convertible top down. It was an older couple, maybe in their 50s to 60s. And they did a Chinese fire drill. Is that what it's called when you switch the passenger and the driver? Maybe the Perk 30 hit the gentleman that was driving. He had to switch the seat out with his lovely wife. What a clutch woman to step in and take control of the wheel. You saw it and you chuckled and you said, how about that? The Perk 30 hits you at an inconvenient time. Maybe it was an edible. Who knows? Welcome to the Bayside Report. Here we go. We have our first ever live food review, item review, flaming hot, Doritos flaming hot, beef jerky. Here we go. It's like a fucking brick. Ah. Very dry. It's not flaming hot. It's not flaming hot. It just tastes like standard. Is this Jack Link's? It just tastes like standard Jack Link's jerky. Nothing too exciting to report about there. Happy Leap Day. All right. Listen, we are... I think I chipped my tooth on that. It was like a fucking piece of brick. It was like chewing in a piece of brick. This jerky right here. Let me give it another bite. That's better. My teeth. The worst feeling ever in the world is grinding your teeth off something like that or chipping your tooth. Oh, It's like nails on a chalkboard. That's up there too. Welcome to the Gambling Report sponsored by Hard Rock Casino. This is our gambling. Um study we don't pick disclaimer disclaimer alert this is all for entertainment purposes only just like the nfl entertainment only we are actually betting these picks (laughs) which is hypocritical maybe but once again we've hammered the point home it is a study we are just seeing how it goes cavaliers minus four against the 76ers last friday winnipeg goal line minus one and a half against Chicago Blackhawks last Friday. <clears throat> Hanover Bergdorf versus Berkshire. Bundesliga handball, people. Bundesliga handball. Yes, football is over. We have to diversify. Oh, it's just jerky. Hold on, let me finish this jerky real quick. All right, we're good to go. Hanover Bergdorf versus Berkshire over 16 half goals. <clears throat> That's why it's a study. We don't bet these picks because you'll go 0-3 and lose all your cash money. 35-45-1 is where the study stands so far. What a journey it's been. But guess what, people? We've been ice cold. And that's not acceptable for the gambling study. We need to be better. So here we go. We have four picks for you all weekend. We have two Fridays, one Saturday, and one Sunday. So you will be occupied. You will have no gaps in your schedule to worry about Celtics, Mavericks Mavericks plus nine and a half primetime game, Luka Doncic the Slavic wonder against Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown Kristaps Porzingis Porzingis and the Celtics, I like the Mavs plus nine and a half, it's going to be a close game 
Golden State Warriors, Toronto. Oh, by the way, that's last tomorrow night at 7. This is also tomorrow night, March 1st at 7. Golden State Warriors versus Toronto in Toronto. Golden State minus 2.5. Ding, ding, ding to the bank. Steph Curry cooking with the pot, boy. It feels right. It feels good. It's Friday night. Friday night NBA, there's a certain energy that encapsulates Friday night NBA basketball. And Steph Curry knows that Friday night, it's time to shoot and score. <laughs> Bundesliga handball. Hetzler versus Flensburg. This is Saturday at 1 p.m. So if you're cooking out, finally getting those snow tires off the vehicle, tossing a little pigskin outside with the grandkids, bet. Wetzler versus Flensburg, 1 p.m. Saturday, over 59 and a half. Bank it. Sunday, 9 a.m., you're waking up, cup of coffee on the couch. You're watching Comedy Central, maybe you're watching Sports Center, who knows? But you're juicing for some action. What are you going to do? You're going to bet Gummers Bach versus Mage Burge, Bundesliga Soccer. Bundesliga Soccer, Germany, let's go! First, Maidberg under 62 and a half goals. Ding, ding, ding. Like we said, 35, 45, and one so far. Take those into consideration and have a great week of sports. Into the episode, the review of the Jack Link's Flaming Hot. There is a, a slight bite to it, but kind of underwhelming. It's, it's hard like a brick. It's not high quality. Another quick bite. You heard me chewing for 10 minutes. It's, uh, we're going to speed chew. It's, um, hmm. So, it's like dry wet. It's like dry wet jerky. It feels dry to bite, but then it moistens up a little bit in your mouth. That one had a little tang to it. That piece had a little tang to it. A five star. I'm not, I don't do reviews out of 10 because, come on. Reviews are all star based, and it's usually five. Our review here for the Flamin' Hot Jack Lynx Doritos, I'm going to go with 3.8. 3.8 out of 5 stars. It was rough at first, but it gets better. It, it moistens in your mouth, and I think I chipped my tooth, and that kind of got us off to a rough start. Okay, so listen, people. St. Petersburg is an interesting area. I like to notice the fabric of towns. I was walking around Saturday, and there was a lot of hustle and bustle going on, as there always is. And, of course, there's a lot of visitors. It's spring training. Here's a cat again on the podcast. What would we do without her? Molly is here to sit on the computer. But when you're walking down the street and you're pushing the stroller with your wife, you're in your head. You're worried about the hotel, the rental car. Am I parked okay here? Is someone going to bust my window? Is everything all right? You don't notice, you know, that person having a tweaking episode on the side of the road in unison. They're like birds on a on the, on the power line, except they're on the sidewalk. You know, some people that are just experiencing a hard time. So I like to notice the fabric of town when you're at the open air post office. I didn't know this, know this, but apparently St. Petersburg had the first open air post office. At the open air post office, you have <laughs> characters hanging out on a Saturday at the open air post office. People don't notice that you're too busy pushing Johnson and Bryson in the in the double stroller, and your wife's nagging at you in your ear, saying, "Where are we going to the beach? 
Are we going to the aquarium? Are we going to go see the dolphins? Are we going to take the kids on the pirate boat ride? I noticed the fabric of towns. The gentleman taking a piss with his penis in public indecency range. It's easy. That would be a jail offense if, if there happened to be a cop. It would be indecency. In any of most cities, most cities would be an indecency. But St. Petersburg has a fabric of freedom and not paying attention. Tunnel vision. Let's just keep it moving forward. But listen, you have to notice the fabric of a town. Don't go to St. Petersburg and not notice the heart, the originality in what all this new development is doing to the locals. It's crazy. It's uh, not the same town it used to be, that's for sure. It's, it's very crowded. They're trying to make it Miami Junior. A lot of people are saying, it. Is, is, has this gone too far? My answer is just wait until the Tropicana Field's done and all that new development. We will see by then. Another interesting happening, speaking of the area, this is, these are some characters I hope I run into one day. Let me, uh, this is from My Strange Addictions. And we're just going to play the audio for you. And you're going to enjoy it. That's essentially what's going to happen right here. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Here we go. All right, listen, everyone. After this ad, we have to skip through. Woo! Mary Morris for Verizon. Very nice. Very nice. In the record store. For people who know how beautiful it is to dance by yourself. For people who want to get scammed. I feel like a sense of euphoria. I absolutely would fall apart without them. (sighs) Hold on, hold on. I have to restart. I have to restart. I have to restart. I have to restart. All right, go ahead. Listen. My name is Trina, and I live in St. Petersburg, Florida. That's perfect. She's cute. And I'm addicted to coffee enemas. (laughs) For the past two years, Trina hasn't been able to function without her daily coffee enemas. A procedure where liquid is injected into the colon to clean out the lower intestine. Her addiction is so intense, she does up to four every day. Four a day. I love the way coffee enemas make me feel. I feel like a sense of euphoria. I absolutely would fall apart without them. (sighs) (laughs) My initial reaction was, my God, that's disgusting. All right, Mike, Trina's husband, coming in for his take. Let's see how a couple is dealing with this, the other half but I tried it and now I'm addicted to coffee enemas. And there you have it. Harmonious. First day I did them, I've pretty much been like, whatever's going on, I'm doing at least two of these a day. I don't care. Four times a day, Mike and Trina fill a bucket with coffee. A hose attached to the bottom delivers the liquid to the lower intestine. Once it's all prepped and at the right temperature, put the nozzle into your rectum. Vaselined it up. up. <laughs> As they raise the bucket, 32 ounces of coffee fills their colon. Oh, that's a You'll lot start of to coffee. feel pressure growing in your lower intestine. Oh my God. And that's the freaky part. And just lay there and try to relax. Oh. I will listen to music, catch up on TV shows, read, check my email. I'll tweet. I even play Sudoku. When the timer goes off, yeah, you want to make just a quick transition from floor to toilet seat as quickly as possible. It's going to come flying out of there like a, like a torrent. I do think it is just 
really kind of gross. Gross, I think. This is the husband's mother. It's gross. Oh, that was it. That was the video. Yes, yes. So there you go. You have a lot of interesting people. Florida's a free state, and it collects a lot of interesting people. I wonder where they live. How long ago was this? 11 years ago. Mike and Trina. Let's see. Let's Google. Let's Google. Mike and Trina. Coffee enema. Oh, wait. Here. It already came out. My Strange Addiction. The girl was cute. I mean, the wife was very cute. Good for Mike. I want, how do you get introduced to coffee enemas? Whoever, was she in a back room, seance style, Ouija board environment? Trina, the next level to transcend is coffee enemas. Mike and Trina, my strange addiction today, search. Here we go. The Florida couple who are addicted to coffee enemas or coffee in the bumshine state. This is from 2020. So I guess they're still at it. Nothing's changed. Oh, here we go. Here's a, here's a comment. My only question is, where are they at now? Are they alive or dead? Did social services come and take their kids? Just wondering. Interesting question, Roger. I have similar thoughts and concerns. Very selfish. The time it takes away from your kids. Very sad and selfish. Think of them a little more than yourself. Pathetic. Linda Walsh. Couldn't agree more. Muchas gracias. Como puedo enseñar la sesión? Thank you very much. How do you want to start a session? Translate. Rough translation from player and hall. <laughs> so I guess player and hall wants to know how you start. How do you, how do, you do it? He wants to start a session. He wants to, he wants to get involved in the coffee enema game player whatever the fuck your name was proceed with caution because it seems like a slippery slope we're gonna research we're gonna hopefully find mike and trina in st petersburg if we could get a watch party out there any listeners in st petersburg area i'm i'm checking reddit right now where are they nine years ago we have no update someone said enjoy your colon cancer (laughs) i mean you're just shooting 32 ounces, 32 times four is what? Like 154? Put me on the spot, 32 times four. I can't do math. 128, close. (laughs) 128 ounces of coffee in your rectal colon daily. And the timer, I saw the time. The timers were double digit, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. We're talking commitment, daily commitment. To this, then you have to brew the coffee. Then you have to put it in the bucket. Then you have to clean the bucket and your hoses. You have to vaseline up the end and stick it up your ass. This is nuts, people. And I'm looking through the strange addiction, my strange addictions YouTube channel, and I'm seeing some more concerning options. So maybe once a week, once a week, we're going to come back to my strange addictions and see what we could find and see what's going on in the world. Uh, What else is going on? Shane Gillis, Saturday Night Live, crushed it. Crushed it. It is clear that what a a journey. Let's start with what a journey that he's been on since 2019. So congrats to him. The good guys get a victory. Yeah, the band wasn't feeling it, but I I think it's different. Obviously, they're probably not going to feel it. (laughs) 
But I don't know. If you're sitting through SNL monologues week in, week out, I could see how you get pretty jaded and not really care. And obviously, if your own thoughts in your head, you have music to play. You got people to entertain. You're also a part of Saturday Night Live. But the skits, the Limu Emu, they didn't air it, but greatness. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. The HR skit was very good, too. It was a very good representation of how corporate America can become these days, especially in the commingling sector of coworkers, crossing the borderline of appropriateness and inappropriateness. So bravo, Shane Gillis. And all, there was a lot of, oh, the bot, there was a sex doll um, skit. The girl that played Shane's uh, doll, it was like an infomercial. She, she crushed it out of the park. Out of the park. Great stuff. So, SNL. Most ratings in, what, 20 years? Something like that? You got to have them on once a year. Maybe once every other year. Make it happen. I've been doing the streaming. Check out the streaming on YouTube. We did the Cheetza, the KFC Cheetza. Holy shit, people. Here is a story for you all. A chicken pizza. I did it. This was such a phenomenon. It was sent to me by one of my friends. Said, you have to try the chicken pizza. We got to get a review. That's what we did. Chicken pizza. A chicken. The chicken served as the dough, and then the pizza was the pizza. They did sauce, cheese, and pepperoni on top. What did I think? What did I think? A low-rent chicken parm is all I could think of when I ate it. And then the pepperoni, the pepperoni was gross. KFC, I don't know where you're getting your pepperoni from, but who that was the only thought in my head while I was eating it. I was, I'm eating pepperoni from KFC right now. What has my life come to? It's 1230 on a Tuesday afternoon in Clearwater, Florida, across from Clearwater high school. (laughs) Here I am on my lunch break. It was, if you're drunk or high, yeah, you're going to have a ball with it. You're going to go crazy. And there's also, which threw me the fuck for a loop, small or large cheetza. I just thought it was one size cheetza. I got the small. It wasn't, I would have eaten more if it was good, but I'm glad I got the small because it wasn't truly going to satisfy the stomach. But the lar- I couldn't even imagine the large cheetza. Then they have a, a cheetza combo meal. It comes with fries. So you're eating chicken pizza and fries. And drinking a Mountain Dew. I mean, that's just absurd, people. I just stick to Chipotle. It was worth a shot, though. YOLO. You got to try it. The review was two. I think I, did, I gave it a 2.7 or a 2.8. Very messy, too. And you're supposed to eat it with, they give you a fork and knife. But come on. You eat pizza with your hand. You eat cheetza with your hand. It's common sense. Um, Mr. Brightside. I did not know. So this is the anthem of... They play it, it in every bar, 1 a.m. It's, it's like, all right, cue up the bright side. And then all the fucking, uh, how, do I, how do I phrase them? I, I guess the people that are lit up, man, they love, they, they're up at their 1 a.m. fist bumping fucking Mr. Brightside. This is the best part of my week. I live for Mr. Brightside at 1 a.m. This is it. It's like the closing time of the bar for our generation. Instead of playing closing time, you play Mr. Brightside. And that's how people kind of know that last call is around the corner. Personally, I like the Killers. They have a good, they have quite a few good songs. But Mr. Brightside, I'm sorry, people. 
I think it's gotten played out. How many times can we jump up and down and sing Mr. Brightside? How many times? You have to get tired of it eventually. If you're doing it every week for two years, 104, it's a lot. It's a lot of times to be singing Mr. Brightside. So we need a new song. We need a new song. Think about it. Think about it. Chiba Hut. Anyone ever eat at Chiba Hut? I don't, this place is a fucking disaster. There's one in, they, they market themselves as a stoner restaurant. I, I, there's nothing, the, the one employee, they did a, it's called Chiba Hut Toasted Subs. They're big in Colorado. There's actually one here in Orlando, but I guess the Colorado ones are more cannabis market driven. And the one, they, they're like doing videos of all the, staff and they're all doing these quirky one-liners and ones like i'm higher than this sandwich or something something that didn't make any fucking sense and the reviews were surprisingly good i was expecting some a bunch of stoners ruined my experience a bunch of stoners made me a shitty sandwich but it seems like it's an overhyped overpriced little flimsy fucking sandwich it's not a real meaty philly cheesesteak hoagie content full sandwich we need more out of you chiba hut (laughs) but yeah stay away stay away from shit like that that's cannabis food cannabis food marketing it's going to be a hot market because obviously with the legalization happening ohio is one of the newer states i just don't see it unless the food has cannabis in it that's the only way i think it works there's no I think the munchy marketing shit is corny. We got to get away from that. We have to. Put, put weed in the food if you're going to market the weed aspect of the food. If you're, if you're going to talk the talk, you got to talk the talk. What else is going on? We're really hitting them hard. A guy burned himself in front of, what, the Pentagon? Here we go. Google, Google, Google. Guy set himself on fire. Search. Hold on. There we go. Okay. Uh, Air Force member sets himself on fire outside Israeli embassy. Long story short, protesting the Gaza-Israeli war, saying that the U.S. is killing Palestinians. Um, and now he's dead because he lit himself on fire. So was no one there to put it out? How long... How long do you have to burn? I feel like you could burn for a while until you actually, you know, bite the dust. Did no one, all the protesters were standing around going, yeah, this will show them. Not thinking, hey, anyone have wa- a bucket of water? Stop someone, push them on the ground and get them to roll. I don't, guy set himself on fire. Aaron Bushnell. I'm going to Google, did anyone try and save Aaron Bush now. 25 years old. What a what a honorable act. I mean, rest in peace, brother. For real. Let's let's be honest for a second. Rest in peace. Thank you for your service as well. Let's get that out of the way. But it doesn't seem like anyone it was like, hey, there's that. There's a guy on fire, and he's bur- burning, and we're just going to 
I'd try and tackle him, or if I had a coat, try and fan him out, try and smack him with the coat. It, <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of this, people. It doesn't seem like we're just going through his life story here, why he wanted to join the Air Force. Self-immolations are rare, but a number are connected to anti-war protests. The Buddhist monks used to do it all the time in the Vietnam War. And I, I guess it helped. It, it helped. And eventually the war will end, right? And poor Aaron Bush now. No one. Everyone let you do it heroically. And I guess that's all we got on that. We'll try and get more research on Aaron Bush now. I hope someone tries. Someone at least goes, help, help. Call 911. You could, I, what's the burn rate? A minute or two? I think you could burn for two minutes and still be alive. Now he's doused in gasoline. So I guess if you're throwing water, I don't know if throwing water on gasoline is going to put it out. I think you'd have to beat it since it's an oil base. You'd have to beat it out of him with a jacket and tell him to stop. Drop and roll. Rest in peace, Aaron Bushnell. Thank you for your service. The Wonka event in Glasgow, Scotland. This was uh, quite a doozy. And these uh, Scots, these Scots got together. I can't, <laughs> I can't do the accent. We'll do it as good as we can. Wonka immersive experience. Google search this. They got together and charged $40 a ticket for what they called the Willy Wonka immersive factory. And it, it's just, it looks like some shit they had up in your school gymnasium and elementary school. Worse, worse. It's just simply a rainbow here in the middle of a barren, depressing gray building with concrete floors. Uh, tented off, there's black tarp all around it, square, squared off. And there's, there's literally a huge white wall with a tiny little picture of a Candyland house. I'm, it, it's embarrassing. So these people, it's called House of Illuminati, which ran the event, and they say, we fully apologize for what has happened. We will be giving full refunds to each and every person. So at least there's that. But who's, who'd they hire? What third party came in and said, yes, we are Wonka factory immersion specialists. We are going to give you one of the best damn Willy Wonka factories ever. And I'm sure the owner's like, yes. When you trust someone in that setting and they really pitch in, like, we're the best, trust us. They don't, they don't show proof. You're a sucker. You know, they, they show zero proof, but they go, we're, we're good. We, we do this all the time. 20 years, fan. That's my sister. That's my brother. That's my, it's family owned. What could go wrong in a family owned business? Nothing. It's going to be great. And then House of Illuminati showed up, and they were just as pissed off as the goers. Who knows? We're theorizing. But really, what happened House of Illuminati? You can't be serious. It's just a very sad, barren display. If you could go look it up, type in Willy Wonka, Glasgow, Scotland. Those Scots. (laughs) Cheap, cheap. Scottish are cheap. $44 $44 a ticket. Stuart Sinclair, he drove two hours, two hours with three kids and paid $44. There wasn't even any chocolate, which was the worst part about it. No chocolate. Yeah, at least there's a chocolate river, edible flowers, Oompa Loompas, no Oompa Loompas. Embarrassing. They had a lollipop and a candy cane and a, another lollipop 
and that's a booted. And they had, oh, look at this. They had an 80-inch flat screen. Who knows what, who knows what was going to go on that? Johnson right there. What else is going on? Mitch McConnell retiring, stepping down. God bless, dude. Go join Joseph Biden in that basement. You guys could sip on some scotch and enjoy retirement. Maybe go to Delaware for the weekend. Enjoy a nice beach vacation. Remember the double body craze of Joe Biden that there's body doubles everywhere? Has that? I think that theory is still... I'm sure there still are body doubles. And I thought about it. You need body doubles for security. It could be a security hazard. So we need to get a few of those back out. Jim Carrey, he, he was maybe playing one of them. I'm sure it pays well. And he, Jim Carrey's been having some revelations. So why doesn't he just be Joe Biden one more time? So the real Joe Biden can enjoy himself. The Apple car. The Apple car is kaput. They spent billions, billions of dollars on it. And thank God that, what a nightmare. Where are you going to pick up an Apple car? It would have to be self-driving. You're driving an iPhone, I guess. Is it, thankfully, we are not going to talk about this any further and it's done. Thank you. No Apple car. We did not need an Apple car. I think we hit the limit of Apple. The watch was the furthest we should have went. The VR headset, we're stepping across a line that... Eh, that shit's going to get out of control because like we said, it's going to turn into sunglasses and then we're going to be useless. Let's wrap up the Bayside Report. Spring training is here. This is the boomers time to get fucking rowdy, man. I was in Dunedin, had to take the cat to a vet appointment in Dunedin. That's where the Blue Jays are. And you would have thought it was a Saturday afternoon at one o'clock at how crowded it was. People, boomer, it's boomer. The boomer vacation capital of the world, Dunedin, Florida. Beautiful town. Not talking shit. I love Dunedin, but yes, it's a boomer's paradise. My parents, fellow boomers, would attest and tell you the same thing. So I'm glad the boomers have a place. Florida driving, the epitome of it is being sandwiched in between a Mazda Miata with a convertible down. It's a nice retired lady. She has a, one of those nice visors on. And she's getting ready to go to the rec center to hang out with the ladies, maybe the VFW, and have a few drinks. And then behind you, you have a nice Mercedes SUV with Hector. Hector is driving the SUV. Hector had some cocaine earlier oi, And he is raging, tailgating you. Hector is pissed off because Gertrude in front of you is taking her sweet old time in her Mazda Miata, listening to the Eagles driving down the highway. So... Moral of that story is the epitome of Florida driving is being a Nissan Rogue sandwiched between Hector and Gertrude. Sometimes you just find yourself in the chaos and you have to kick and push and keep dealing with it. That's a life quote right there. Wow. Wow. Motivational. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Bayside Report. Have a great weekend. Happy Leap Day. Let's have a good march.